Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at FoxSportsRadio.com. Or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Quote, I think it's fair to say that Broncos Jets would be nobody's idea of a first-round draft pick for the NFL or for college football coming up this weekend. But I watch college football all day Saturday with the exception of the time that I'm going to be spending with my Uh, 10-year-old and his flag football team uh, and also maybe the time that I'm going to be spending at my kids soccer match so like a lot of you I have a bunch of kid obligations my kids are fortunately back able to play sports where we live and so fall sports we got them signed up for because a lot of them missed spring sports and they were desperate to be able to play and so other than that time that I'm going to spend watching them actually play sports we are going to be watching in the Travis household a lot of college football and a lot of NFL And so what we usually do on Fridays in this program is we give you basically a viewer guide what games are, uh, you know, basically I and Dub come in. We bring in Dub as uh, as a ringer in the draft game here to help decide which games are most worthy of your attention. And in particular, we'll start off, Dub, I'm going to bring you in as a gesture of goodwill. I'm going to let you draft first in college football because you are an Auburn graduate and I think it's clear that the best game going on in college football this weekend is 100% percent 
Auburn on the road against Georgia. But I'm curious what you think. I'm going to let you make your first round pick here and then break down this game from your perspective. What do you expect to see? Do you like Auburn's chances, frankly, in a rivalry that has been totally dominated by Georgia? Yeah, it's going to be, I think you're you're right. I think it's obviously and clearly the best game on the board this Saturday, even though we have A&M and Alabama playing. I agree with Lance Taylor. I don't think that game's going to be particularly close. But I think this one has the potential to be close. But me being the cynical Auburn fan that I am, and the fact that we have not beaten Georgia in Athens since before I had armpit hair, (laughs) I'm not sure I exactly 2005 is the time, right? Yeah, 2005. It's been 15 years since Auburn went into Athens and won. Yeah, which is pretty unbelievable because Auburn's had some pretty decent teams at that time. But I digress. This game, I was not necessarily impressed with Auburn last weekend they got outgained they they did win the turnover against battle kentucky against kentucky the, they got, got a big big break on the touchdown yeah that and, was blown and first of all i love auburn okay and i have a lot of friends here in nashville that i went to school with and it's such the it's such the homer thing to do because if you remember the very next play was the interception on the goal line auburn yard. returned it 100 yards they reviewed it to see if he stepped out of bounds and they found a targeting call now the only complaints i heard from my friends was well, that was a bogus call on the targeting on the review. That was that we got screwed. And I'm like, are you kidding me? They got screwed. They should have. The guy was halfway in the end zone, half his body. It should have been six. They should have been up by eight at halftime. Totally changed the game. So I think Auburn, even though they covered with ease on the scoreboard, I thought that was pretty much a coin flip game if you take a deeper look at it. So uh, I think this line at seven is probably about right. I think Georgia probably wins, even though. Their their quarterback situation isn't ideal. I thought uh, their third-string quarterback, essentially, that came in in the second half actually did a really nice job. Granted, it was Arkansas, but he was able to move the ball. I'm probably expecting him to play this week. I'm not sure how ready JT Daniels actually is. I think it's a tough yep. spot to just throw him into the fire against a good Auburn team and a pretty damn good Auburn defense. So I think Georgia probably squeaks it out close at home, but obviously I will be wearing – my orange and blue and rooting for my Auburn Tigers. So Stetson Bennett, nobody can remember his name, including me, is the quarterback who came in for Georgia. And I think you're right. I think he'll get the start. Uh, I like Auburn. Uh, we gave this pick out yesterday. I like Auburn plus seven. Uh, that line is kind of ticked up to seven. I- I'm not sure what's going to happen. And I've lost some money in these Auburn-Georgia games over the years because I've tended to be on Auburn a lot. Uh, but I think that Auburn will be uh, will be competitive there. So that's your first-round pick in college football. My first-round pick in college football, I think, is Texas A&M and Alabama because I-, I really don't believe there's another great game going on in college football. This is the SEC uh, CBS game of the week. To me, again, in hour one, we talked about this. It's been eight years since Johnny Manziel went on the road in Tuscaloosa and became a legend. And the line was almost the exact same for that game. Alabama around a 17-point favorite. Uh, Johnny Manziel shocked everybody there. Alabama just wasn't losing at home under Nick Saban. They still don't do it very often. Won himself the Heisman Trophy, basically, with that performance and became a SEC football legend. Obviously, his NFL career did not go as he would have hoped or many other people would have helped, hoped, certainly Browns fans among them. But in general here, I think that, uh, that this is a big game for Jimbo Fisher because I, I expect for Alabama to win, but at what point, given the fact that Jimbo is making $7.5 million a year, does A&M start to make those major our coach is making $7.5 million a year strides. 
And I'm not sure it's going to happen against Alabama, but I'm taking A&M to cover. I think it is the second best game after Auburn at Georgia on the calendar in the SEC. All right, I'm going to stick with me because I gave you the first pick for uh, college football. And in the NFL, given the fact that we know Steelers-Titans isn't happening, to me it's an easy call. I am really, really fascinated to see what happens with the Patriots going on the road against the Kansas City Chiefs. Patriots around a touchdown underdog in this game. The Chiefs coming off of a who's your daddy performance against the Baltimore Ravens. Patrick Mahomes, five touchdowns. Cam Newton has been good, but he wasn't that great statistically in week three. Uh, He was phenomenal in week two. Will this Patriot offense be able to keep up with the Kansas City Chiefs because Andy Reid has had a lot of success over the years against Bill Belichick defenses and it's almost impossible right now to stop Patrick Mahomes. In fact, I think the only way you can stop Patrick Mahomes is if your front four is good enough to get substantial pressure on him and you can drop seven people into zone and try to take away their ability to make really big plays. That seems to be the best recipe to be able to beat him. That's what the 49ers did for much of the Super Bowl. That's what the Chargers did in week two. Uh, And that's what I think the Patriots will try to do. I just don't think they have the horses to get home against him. And that's why I think ultimately the Chiefs are going to pull away, win this game by double digits. And I still think it's the best game. Belichick against Reed, Mahomes against Cam. I think it's by far the best game in the NFL schedule if I only had to pick one. What about you, Dub? Yeah, I agree with you. And I think one thing the Patriots will try to do because I think the best defense against Kansas City is their offense just not being on the field. So I'm going to look for New England to really get you know three, four, five yards at a time on the ground and just try to win time of possession. I think that's their only shot. Uh, as far as the other games, I'm looking at Browns at Dallas. I agree. I think that's a fascinating game, because too. Because these are two teams that are perpetual, basically, disappointments. We all know about how bad Cleveland's been over the past, basically, 20 years. In Dallas, they've had all the hype, all the time. I picked them as my NFC champion to come out this year. They, that does not look like a good prediction to this point. And both uh, both teams have some offensive firepower. The Cowboys through the air, the Browns on the ground. I expect, I don't know if this is on your uh, six-pack of picks, but the overs have been cashing like nobody's business so far in the NFL. And this over, although it's high, 55-and-a-half, I don't really see any scenario where both these teams aren't in the 30-plus point range. So I think this is going to be a shootout-type game. Dallas minus four-and-a-half at home. I think Cowboys probably win, but I'm just fascinated by this matchup in general. Two-and-one Cleveland going up against one-and-two Dallas. An absolute... Well, is it a must-win for Dallas in their division? I guess you I think can't really say that. I think it's a – well, that's probably true. But if they fall to one and three with Mike McCarthy, I do think you're you're probably right. They have the benefit of being in the worst division in football. So I really think seven and nine might win the NFC East. I, I, I don't – I mean, I don't think that's an exaggeration at all. I think eight and eight would certainly do it, but you might be able to win the NFC East with a losing record. So for most teams in the NFL, falling to one and three and hoping to win your division would be virtually impossible to come back from. For the Cowboys, I think they potentially could be able to come back from it, but I think that's a fantastic suggestion uh, for a game that everybody needs to be watching. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their bridgestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be I know many of you have been listening to our wins and losses podcast because I see the numbers and it keeps growing substantially. 
There are now 34 long-form interviews there to be able to listen to. The most recent, and by the way, fascinating characters, whether it's Kirk Herbstreet, Paul Feinbaum, Mike Leach. Uh, These are long-form conversations with hardly any commercials. They're podcast exclusive. I'd encourage all of you to check them out if you're going on trips, you've got long drives, you just want an interesting conversation to listen to. The most recent is Megyn Kelly, formerly of Fox News, journalist, lawyer, We had an incredibly interesting conversation uh, that came out on Monday, but I want to play a section of that interview for you now because the feedback has been so phenomenal on it. And if you like it, you can go download and listen to the whole thing. Just type in Clay Travis or OutKick on Stitcher, iTunes, wherever you are, and uh, you'll see the Wins and Losses podcast hop up. But here we are, Megyn Kelly and me. Here's a part of our conversation. When do you actually confess to the partners and the people that you worked for and with at Jones Day that you were exploring in a serious way journalism? Like how far into the process did you get before you were like, hey, this is, you know, not guitar lessons that I'm just doing on the side. This is something that that maybe I have an interest in. So I kind of got discouraged. I there I was with my resume tape thinking, okay, great, but. I don't have a single connection, you know, in news. I don't have anything on my resume to suggest I could do news. You know, I just had that feeling that I'm sure a lot of people get, which is just apathy and self-doubt and, you know, the desire to stay on my couch. And, by the way, my therapist always says the desire to stay on one's couch couch should always be fought. Like, that retreat is bad. It's almost always bad. And, um... One day I was watching Lifetime Television, Lifetime Television, Clay, and they ran this movie, this, you know, Lifetime movie called The Jessica Savage Story. And she was this amazing journalist back in the late 70s, 80s, who was making it in a man's industry, one of the only women. She was like Jessica and Connie Chung and a young Barbara Walters, and that was it. And it was a great story. It ended in ruination, sadly. But um, her, her rise <laughs> as, up as most Lifetime stories do, at least she didn't get murdered by her <laughs> husband. Right. But I was inspired you know, to, to try. So I started cold calling news directors. And every single one was like, bye. You know, no one wanted to talk to me. They didn't, they didn't want to help me. They didn't want to give me a chance. And uh, finally, I got smart. And I decided to walk my tape into uh, the news station in, in D.C., um, WJLA. And uh, they had a cable channel that was like their sister. And I thought, maybe they'll pop me on that cable channel that like, not a lot of people are watching. I got a shot there. I went in, I met this guy, Bill Lord, who was the news director for both. And God bless that guy. He put me on the air. So we started just just one day a week, one day a week. And I, at that point, I had to disclose to Jones Day that I was doing this because, A, they might see me, and B, you could create an ethical you know conflict depending on what I was reporting on. Um, so, he, I, you know, I sort of said, it's just going to be fun. I just want to try it out. And they were a little leery but said, okay, do it. And then I was doing pretty well, and Bill Lord said, well, how about you do two days a week? So I did Saturdays and Sundays, and I did the law job the other days. And then they came to me and said, well, how about you do another day a week? And that would have required me to go part-time at Jones Day. And so I went, I spoke with the head of general litigation, a guy named Tim Cullen, who was so great. And he said, MK, I'm sad because this feels like a trial separation, and those usually lead to divorce. And I said, Tim, you know, it very well might, but I got to try. So he, he let me stay at Jones Day, you know, part-time. Um, and then eventually 
I, I decided it was time to make the full-time leap. All right, so you're how old the first time you go on air with, w, I think it was WJLA, you said? So that would have been 2003, so I was 32. Okay, so you've never really done television before. You're 32 years old. You get to go on this, uh, this relatively small station in Washington, D.C. What did you do the first time that you were on television? The very first time I ever saw myself on television, it was taped. So I was clear. <laughs> like, it was a taped piece. Uh, but and what would you remember? The to- do you remember the topic of the tape piece? Do you remember what you reported I do. on? It was well. The the very first thing I ever did was on a hurricane, and uh, it was Hurricane Isabel that had gone through Virginia. And I thought for sure I was thought I was going to be doing, doing mostly legal stuff because that, that had been my pitch. And I remember calling Bill Lord because my first day was a Friday, and I was like, you "Probably don't need me, right? Because the storms come in, and you know." You're not going to need a lawyer, legal expert type. And he goes, if you don't already have rain boots, rain pants, and rain slicker, you better go get them and get in here. I'm like, oh, no. And um, so it was a crazy night. And I did a report on, not that night, but the next day on the hurricane, and it was fine. But the first time I had to do a live shot where it's like, go, you know, like I'd practiced on the streets of Chicago, was um, at the D- it was at Dulles Airport. And um, there was something going on with the airport and security, and they had had a scare. You know, this is back when we were still pretty close to 9-11, and there was a scare every other day. Um, and, and it was during the headlights. You know, and they're like, you can hear the anchor toss to you. And really, I'm like, I don't know who the hell I am. Who the hell am I? Just say your name. <laughs> say something. Say something resembling anything. And I got through it, and I thought I had been totally incomprehensible. When I looked back at it later... It was okay. It wasn't hideous, but it was terrifying. I'm Clay Travis. This is Wins and Losses. We're talking with Megan Kelly. So do you go back like an athlete and study your early tapes in television to figure out what you're doing well, or did you find that you kind of got a sense for how you were doing? What about the discipline of television came to you, and how did you get better? I definitely went back and looked at the tapes, and I think that's a must-do, you know, because it is a visual medium, and you have to see, or whatever the mechanism is, listen to yourself and see what works and what doesn't work. You know, you may think you sound fine. When you go back and you watch yourself, you see a totally different product. So I did that for years when I first started, you know, at WJLA and and then at Fox News. But the truth is, that is a skill you only develop by doing it over and over and over. You know, it's like typing. And you you cannot type 70 words a minute before you've done 20, 30, 40, and so on. So I would just say yes to everything, which I think every young person in a job should do. I mean, I, I always tell the young people who are asking me for advice, you know, if they want you to empty the trash, empty the trash. Like, say yes to every weekend shift, to working on Christmas. You know, have some gumption. Go after it. You know, don't don't be a... I'm, too, I'm above this kind of person. And that leads to opportunity, you know, because the sad truth is it will set you apart from 90% of your competition. Um, so, and, in, and it just happened to be, and in my profession as it is in most, that that makes you better. You know, you get your 10,000 hours in, and before you know it, you're doing it almost effortlessly. What I have found is, and this is probably a legal background as well, what I get to do now is make arguments, but instead of having to take, as you said earlier, sometimes you're on the wrong side of an argument. You're like, boy, I'd rather have the facts of that other side. Now, you know, with the, the position that I'm in, and I think you get to do this now as well, 
you get to look at all the facts, array them as you see fit, and then make your case. And as you were talking about your legal career, it struck me watch having watched your television show, basically what you're doing is arguing in front of a jury every single night about cases and stories that matter the most to you in a compelling fashion, right? It's basically like an oral argument uh, that you get to make every single night when you're doing a live television show. Absolutely. And, and one of the biggest challenges but also rewards if you do it right of of doing that show in that way was taking really condensed or really difficult subjects and condensing them in a way that my imaginary viewer the the one I picture in my head you know yes. she's working on Who do you picture by the way? Who do you picture cuz I I I do that for my radio show, my television show too, an average person who's watching. Who in your mind is an average Megan Kelly viewer? I have a woman in my head named Madge who lives in <laughs> Iowa. She works all day. She's got a couple of kids, and she and her husband come home from working at night, and they turn on the TV. Maybe they have a glass of wine, and they want to consume their news in a way that is easy to understand, somewhat entertaining, trustworthy, and that they don't have to work too hard to get. So it's my job to take something hugely complex, like a Supreme Court ruling on redistricting and try to make Madge not have to work for it at all. If yes. Madge has to hit the rewind button on the remote control, I have failed. It should, it should, I used to call it, it's like cool water going over a hot brain. That's how I want my news delivery to feel to the consumer. And, it, and if you have to try too hard on the air, you haven't tried hard enough prior to getting to air. But I will say, Clay, one of the things I like about you, and and one of the things I think may be the solution to our entirely disgustingly broken media, is more lawyers delivering the news. Yeah. In whatever way works for them, because lawyers, at I think in their soul, they're programmed to to understand at least both sides, and to yeah. try in some way to recognize the other argument. I do, and I don't know if it's just that we're soulless hacks or, you know, these trained elite arguers. Uh, the, the latter sounds better, but whatever it is, most lawyers I know, take Dan Abrams is another, they, they're really good at being fair. I don't think there's any doubt at all. I mean, the, what I always say on my show is I care about three things, the facts, the facts, the facts. And one of the things that troubles me the most about our country today is you can disagree with my opinions or your opinions or anybody's opinion out there in the world of media or your friends and family posting on social media all day. But if you start with incorrect facts, then you get to a place with an incorrect opinion. And so uh, there's a lot of people who don't care about the factual basis, whether you're Democrat, Republican, Independent. And it seems like we have lost that, particularly in a social media age. And I do think lawyers are better attuned to being able to consider both sides of an issue and at least understand the importance of facts. Because what you're talking about is basically the skills of a great trial lawyer. And a great trial lawyer can take facts, which are honest and accurate, and put the best spin possible on them to advocate for the cause they believe in. But they know that the facts have to be right or the jury's not going to trust them, right, face-to-face. Right. It seems to me we've lost the ability to recognize the foundational basis of fact. It's one of the things that is most disturbing me and most inspiring me to get back out there because both sides do it, right? You know. President Trump, he, I always say he doesn't, he doesn't have an adult relationship with the truth. 
You know, I think all of his years in real estate um, sort of led him to tolerate a certain level of, uh, you know, puffery, we would have called it in the law. Um, And so he is, I think, by nature, an optimist who tries to oversell positive outcomes. Uh, But he also, if he gets himself in trouble, he's not just going to level with you about what he did and why it wasn't a big deal. He's going to try to tell you the facts are other than what they are. That's a character trait that he has, for better or for worse. But on the left, you see like a post-factual world when it comes to discussions on tough subjects, you know, like the transgender issue and and the gender issue in general, you know, that there's, there's no more biological sex and that, you know, having having certain genitalia is totally irrelevant to whether you're a woman or a man. I don't believe that's true scientifically. We can talk right. about what your life is like and how you want to be accepted, and I'm totally pro all of that. But there is a basis in science. And I don't like the, the silencing of the scientific community or even in the you know all the Black Lives Matter protests that we saw this summer. You know, you can want to be an advocate against racism without making up lies about the police. Yes. Uh, and I'm not talking about George Floyd, but I'm talking about the, the lies that were put out there about the number of cases of police brutality, of police killings of black men. There are real data on that, and they've been, they've been either suppressed They're silenced. Or In fact, I've got represented. I've got it right here. I mean, that that I keep because uh, it's been such a big topic in the world of sports. Um, you know, a police officer is seventeen times, seventeen and a half times as likely to be killed by a black potential suspect as a police officer is to kill an unarmed black man in this country. Right? That's a fact. I'm reading mm-hmm. directly uh, from the Wall Street Journal. The data is clear and transparent and straightforward. That is factual basis. Now, we can talk once we have those facts in place about ways to make the country better based on our relationship between police and those that they consider suspects of crimes, whatever race they might be, right, to try to dial down the tension. But it's as if that fact makes people uncomfortable, and so you can't even have an honest conversation about how to fix things if you can't begin with a common basis of fact. That's right, because they'll call you a racist. And That's no right. one wants to be called a racist. And, and it's, it's sad because, look, I'm sort of a free agent now, right? So it's like I don't really care what they call me. They've already called me all the mean names, and I'm doing just fine. But I do worry about civilians, right, for lack of a better term, because they don't want to put themselves out there. I've got good friends who are, you know, they're successful doctors and lawyers, and they, they can't even like a tweet without having yes. to worry about That's 100% right. Job. And that's not okay. You know, the, the data on police shootings or killings of black suspects are knowable. They are knowable. It's not a perfect science, but they have been reported for years. The Washington Post has been keeping a running tally of it all. And th- for some reason, and, you know, people can draw their own conclusions, these activists want us only to look at the, the percentage of black people in the population, which tends to be around 13%. And then look at the number of black people who are killed by police in a year. And that's just not the, the relevant data. They don't want you to factor in at all the level of black criminality. And the, the, the Wall Street Journal has been doing a great job in reporting the facts on this. But over 50 percent of the violent crimes in the major cities of this country are committed by black men. Now, the cops are not 
they're they're not arresting women. That doesn't make them sexist against men. They're going right. after the, the people who are committing the crime. And so necessarily the interactions between those guys and police, is, uh, they're going to go up. And they're fraught because if you resist arrest, and the data show that that's what's happened in virtually all these cases where a, a death results, your odds of getting injured or killed by the police officer go up exponentially. That's an argument that is all factual-based, right? I think it's an important one that needs to be discussed in the country. You couldn't say that on CNN today. You couldn't say that today on MSNBC, right? I really don't think you could. No, no. Why do you think, and you worked and had your own show and you did uh, had a tremendous success at Fox News, why do you think our society, media, culture, has created this world where there are facts that aren't allowed to be spoken on television on certain mm-hmm. networks. And by the way, you can make it across the board, right? There are facts probably that make Fox News viewers uncomfortable that don't get shared very often. We don't have a Walter Cronkite of the world who's sitting down and kind of the arbiter that everybody trusts to be uh, a, a great official, so to speak, of the world at large. How do we put the genie back in the bottle? Can we? Are things going to even get worse from here? Boy, I mean, I think with what's happening with this sort of woke culture, um, you know, the social justice warriors, it's going to be tough. They're, they're, it's a small group of Americans. They do not represent the majority in trying to cancel everybody and shut everybody up, but they're really loud. And the media is, they're in complete fealty to that yes. small group. Um, and so it's dangerous. And I'll tell you, most, there are, there are so many intellectuals, black and white, but a lot of black intellectuals who are sort of pushing a more heterodox view, you know, from Glenn Lowry to Coleman Hughes, obviously, um, Shelby Steele, Thomas Sowell. But so you can read black intellectuals who have done all the research on this um, and see what their worldview is. It, it, would, it would back up everything I just said, right? Go look at, read Jason Riley in the Wall Street Journal if you want to know the facts. Um, but if a white person says it, they're going to call you a racist. So you just you know, to really know what's going on, you have to actually be prepared to take some, you know, some, some punches in the face. But I think what's happened with the media is they're left. They're not just liberal. They're leftist. And they love to virtue signal. You know, early on in my career, I got sent down to cover the Duke, what we now know is the fake rape case. with the lacrosse Yeah, the Duke case. lacrosse case. Yes. Yep. And uh, I went down. When I first heard about that case, I was new to Fox. It was like 2005. And I, at the time, I was 34, so I was, whatever, not that far out of college. And I was like, these guys, they probably did it. You know, like, the cross players and, you know, they you had You it. had preconceived stereotypes as a, you know, girl who had gone to Syracuse. You're like, oh, I can see these stupid lacrosse guys doing something of like course. this. 100%. And, by the way, everybody does. And then one of the great things about being a lawyer is, you end up representing people that you're like, man, this guy seems like a total jerk. And then you start to look at the facts and you're like, man, I, I, maybe this is not very similar at all to what was initially reported. So that's fast. So you right. go down to Duke and when do you start to have doubts about that case as a lawyer and you start to look at it because you're in a unique position there? Well, I'll tell you, the first thing that happened before I left for North Carolina was Britt Hume, my boss in the D.C. Bureau, said, um, keep an open mind. And it was just a small piece of advice, but it was the best advice, right? Because it's just a good reminder that it really isn't about what I think. It's about where the facts lead. And I'm going down there on a fact-finding mission. So 
that's what I did. I, and I, I went down and Fox gave me the, you know, latitude to develop sources. Normally they just have you tethered to a camera where you have to do a live shot every half hour on a big story like that. But they sent a different reporter to, to do that so I could actually develop facts. And it was very clear if you just had an open mind, the facts did not support this woman's allegations. It, her story started to fall apart very early. And I reported those you know, inconsistencies in her story and so on. And at the time, this is very early in my career, people were suggesting it was racist of me and even yes. sexist of me to be, quote, siding with these three white privileged guys instead of this uh, single mother black um, person who lived on sort of the Durham side as opposed to the Duke side. You know, it's like the, there's two areas of Durham, one's, one's less affluent than the other. And uh, I just had to forge through that. You just had to say, okay, they're going to call me names, but I have to report the news. That's what I'm going to be paid to do. And you know who the other person was who was getting the facts right, who was on cable news at that time? Dan Abrams, who I mentioned earlier, a lawyer who came to MSNBC at the time from Court TV, and his dad is Floyd Abrams, the famed First Amendment attorney who argued New York Times v. Sullivan. So I just think, you know, being open-minded to the facts helped me land in the right place. And on these cop shootings, um, that you just have to be open-minded. You have to be open-minded and go where the evidence goes. That's phenomenal. Again, if you want the full conversation, an hour and 20 conversation between the two of us, very, very interesting. I promise that you will enjoy it. So many different angles to hit there. Encourage you to go search it out, seek it out on wins and losses with Clay Travis. When we come back, we'll dive back into the NFL, continue to discuss the upcoming weekend and more. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be I am super excited, as I know many of you are, for college football and the NFL this weekend and to be back officially uh, underway here. Uh, We are in the Geico Outkick Studios, and one game that I don't think has gotten enough attention, certainly on this program or probably anywhere else in the media, you heard Dub and I drafting uh, the games that we're most excited to watch. I'm kind of excited to see what's going to happen with the Colts against the Bears because this may be a sneaky outstanding game and let me explain why I believe that the Bears obviously are bringing in Nick Foles and we know Nick Foles is great as a backup in short relief but he hasn't ever really been able to go the distance he's like a uh, closer in Major League Baseball we got all these Major League Baseball games going on and you can bring him in for an inning or two and he's going to mow people down but he's not the guy that necessarily can take you all the way from the beginning so that they pass the baton really early in the season to Nick Foles and took Mitch Trubisky out of the mix. So what I find to be particularly intriguing about this game is a lot of us, myself included, stopped paying attention to the Colts the minute that they lost that opening week to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And since that time, the Colts have been on a tear. They beat down the Vikings. The Jets are no good, but the Colts took care of them with ease. And I think what is interesting is nobody can get to him. Nobody can get to him at all. A stat that blew me away. Phillip Rivers has been pressured 17 times so far this year. He averaged, averaged being pressured 14 times a game last season in LA. So with the Chargers, Phillip Rivers could never stay upright. He had an incredible amount of, uh, of hits that he was taking. He's not getting hit at all so far this year by anybody. So, Can the Bears get to him? 
can Khalil Mack and company get to Phillip Rivers and knock him off his spots and make him unable to really have a great deal of success in the passing game? And or can the Colts step up and knock the Bears from the ranks of the unbeaten and take advantage of knowing that Nick Foles is theoretically going to be the guy throughout the course of that game? To me, this is one of the the top-of-the-line games to be paying attention to in the NFL that's going to get almost no attention whatsoever from the larger universe. The other game that I think is not going to get a lot of attention, and it's not a matchup of good teams so far, but guys, we got 0-3 Vikings going on the road against the 0-3 Texans. What's going to happen here for Mike Zimmer and Bill O'Brien? These were both teams that were in the playoffs last year. And the Texans at least can say they've played a really challenging schedule, and so can, in many ways, the Vikings. They both have played a lot of good teams. I'm trying to do live math, and you always know how that's dangerous for me on the radio. But I believe the Texans' opponents are right now a combined 9-0. and Dub, you can verify that that's true. And I believe that the Vikings' opponents right now are a combined 8-1. and I think the only team the Vikings uh, played that has lost a game at all is the Colts. And I believe, so if you do the math there, and again, live radio, live on the air math, I believe the Vikings and the Texans have t- have combined to play teams that have gone 17-1 and so far this season. All right? So, sorry, the Ravens. I was, I was giving the Ravens credit. Both of them are 8-1, and so glad Dub's correcting me there. 16-2 and instead of 17-1. and The point is, they have played a lot of really good football teams. So the Vikings and the Texans both have lost every game so far. They're 0-6 combined. But they have played teams that have gone 16-0 overall. 16-2 overall. Sorry. A lot of live math here. The point is, the Vikings and the Texans have played good teams, and they've lost to them. But what's going to happen when they go head-to-head here? Because if you look ahead for their schedules... There's not a lot of easiness on these schedules going forward necessarily. The Vikings still have to go to the Seahawks. Maybe they get the Falcons, but the Falcons, who knows what in the world's going to happen there. And then you come back against the Packers. The Vikings are staring an 0-6 or a 1-5 start into the, into the season. And I've said this about the Texans from the get-go. They're in legitimate danger of starting 1-6 or 2-5 and or maybe even worse, the Texans go, the Jags, not an easy game necessarily like you thought, and then they go to the Titans, they play the Packers. I mean, this is a mess for them. So this battle of 0-3 teams, somebody's close to falling apart, and the team that wins is going to have a bit of a lifeline. The team that loses is done for. It's effectively elimination game in the NFL. I want to watch that one as well. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it product availability just one part that makes o'reilly stand apart the professional parts people oh 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 o'reilly auto parts 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.